One thing that I've tried to always teach, you know, athletes that I train, especially even with just one soccer player that I was working with when we were doing some ladder work or some speed drills with the hurdle, he would try and stand upright and have his arms going, you know, nice and straight and stiff because he knows that's how we do it. But I, I would always try and get him just to move his body the way he would normally move because, you know, um, that's how he's going to perform on the field and that's it's better he works like that in the gym. So. Guys, welcome to episode five of the Ground Zero podcast. Now, whether you're listening to this on your favorite platform or watching on YouTube, welcome. But firstly, I'd like to thank you for all the messages of support, your great feedback after the first few shows, and also being new to the podcast space. Um, we can only get better from here. But in saying that, if you have enjoyed the show, you've gotten some value out of them, then please give us a like or a share or a five-star review. Now, with that said, it's time to introduce today's guests. Um, sitting here with the lads, I'm sure they don't need much introduction to you all. Um, we do have Josh, the professor. We've got Sim, um, Dennis Rodman, <laughs> D-Brad, the caveman and the man... That uh, is the entertainer of VT, Hamilton Hughes. How are you, lads? Good, mate. Hey, can I just say before we start, man, what an absolute pleasure to be sitting here. <laughs> He's done podcasts before. <laughs> That's my first time. <laughs> okay, so in, in today's show, guys, we'll be touching on um, programming, okay, what our philosophies are, um, the new classes that we have put on here at VT and what we're working towards, and also the most effective exercises and routines that our footy and soccer players should be doing now that footy and soccer season is coming into effect. So lads, um, we do all share um, a similar, similar philosophies when it comes to training um, and we do have between us a pretty <coughs> strong knowledge base. Um, at the end of last year we had a meeting between us um, regarding our programming I know everyone wanted to have their input, so what we did do is divided this year up into quarters, um, with um, you four having you know, the majority say in what you're going to do in each quarter. Yeah. Um, we start off the year with Josh. Um, you took up the first three months of programming. Yeah. Um, yeah. Can you give us a little um, insight of what you did within those three months and why you did it? Oh, for sure, mate. Well, I think... Um like largely initially, uh, the the program was influenced largely by Troy and Bill initially. So they created that that good structure, as we all know. And, and then a lot of you boys, because you boys have been in the business longer than I have, but um, created that good structure based around those scientifically proven principles of periodization. You know what I mean? Which is what pretty much every program should be based around. But so if we worked within that structure, I truly believe that each one of us, like Troy initially said, is that we've got our own ideas and beliefs around programming, but ideally we're all trying to get to the same destination. So we're all trying to get the same outcome. Yeah. It's just we all go through things a little, we, we go about it a little bit differently, but everything we do is based on like scientifically proven principles, 
but just the way we sort of handle our exercise selection that is sometimes a bit different. Um, so what I tried to do was I tried to lay a bit of a foundation for the initial start of the year. Uh, I tried to work on some unilateral based exercises, which is single limb, um, which is just great for balancing out any imbalances that we've got, uh, injury prevention, that type of thing. Tried to work on a lot of range of motion stuff. And a lot of the stuff that I also did was based on um, trying to get people to improve their skill at lifting heavy weight yeah. as opposed to lifting heavy weight all the time just for the sake of it. Because I know the boys are going to also have great programs come along and, and I just felt like if we could just focus on that for the initial three months as opposed to just trying to bang out too many 1RMs for the sake of it, I was going to set us up for a really successful year when the boys' program took over. So my, my program was largely based around laying a strong base and a strong foundation and then, you know, obviously Bill's going to come in now and do his thing and then Hammy and Sim and... Yep. and um, so, yeah, so I, I don't know. Like I, I, and I don't just say this for the sake of it, but I truly believe you're not going to get... Like, you know, when you've got so many good, good brains based around strength and conditioning mm. in the one business coming out with different ideas and different philosophies like you're not going to get a better um a better level of service and a better program than than you're going to get here anywhere in australia i believe you know what i mean so i think if you could use the term cutting edge i'd say we're cutting edge and yeah man so that's that's sort of that's where i was coming from and that's sort of what i believe what you get within valis at home you know what i mean so with the program the program especially yeah Mm. and like in saying that like you've got a lot of experience behind it. So obviously, um, Billy and Hammy have got you know a lot of sporting history as, yeah. as yourself. Yeah. Sim has got a lot of coaching history, particularly with like the CrossFit and all the other kind of styles and modalities that he does the high performance, Definitely. sprinting and all that. You know, so putting that, like you said, putting our heads together, or well, not so much myself. I'll probably, I'll say I oversee it. You know, is, is that an influence, mate? It's been an influence in the past, yeah, but yeah, definitely. Sure. But um, you know, I'm probably just you know making sure that it does work within within yeah. the gym more yeah. than you know programming exercises into into weeks or days. You know, so yeah. um, after obviously you set up the foundation for the year. Now we're in the middle of um, yeah. well, only a couple of weeks <coughs> into into Villy. Um, Villy's three months of programming. Really, yeah. what, what have you got in store? Um, what, what's your philosophy so behind it? One is probably running off a linear kind of program of percentages. Um, as Josh was saying, like we he built um, a good foundation for a lot of our members. Um, so we're in our phase this week is um, our contrast. So that's um, um, a kind of like a heavy lift uh, followed by an explosive movement um, yeah. and more power exercises. And can you explain to can you explain to the listeners what the benefit of doing contrast training? So that is? kind of shocks the central mo- uh, nervous system, yeah. uh, which is kind of to build strength a bit more faster than just lifting your basic just bench yeah. press a lot. Um, so kind of hitting that um, central nervous system. Um, also, with that contrast, is um, kind of make it more exciting in the in the class yeah um to kind of get away from that boring um, kind of repetitive yeah repetitive movements yeah um so are you saying josh's programming was with your no 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 so that um, we're in that phase now where next week was kind of a deload week um next week so kind yeah. of taper down 
and then go again. What can someone expect in a Devo week? Um, well, kind of hitting the small muscles, uh, yeah. get away from my main lifts and yeah. all that, um, kind of taper it down, focus on the little muscles. Um, that's pretty much your deload, and probably that intensity will probably drop a bit. Yeah. Um, due to the last couple of weeks we've been... The lifting intensity or the um, cardio intensity or both. all of it? I would say both, I would say both. Okay. Um, probably low impact on the cardio. Um, yeah. As the last couple of weeks we've been hitting pretty much um, at that high intensity with the EMOMs and that. So everyone's probably seen that in partner work as well. Yeah. Um, so that's pretty much um, for this phase um, in my program for the three months um, and probably just be a bit more exciting for the workouts. Yeah. Kind of throw some random Saturday classes in there, um, just to catch everyone off guard rather than waiting for that Saturday session. Yeah. Um, so that's pretty much what they're going to expect in a couple of weeks. So um, like I know, like a couple of weeks ago when your programming came into effect, a lot of people were, uh, not, I wouldn't say complaining, but they were just expressing how sore their bodies were. Yeah, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. so obviously <coughs> showing just that that one week difference. You know, yeah. it was shocking the body obviously is is essential to, to progressing. Yeah. And um, you know, it was so evident and so obvious from when Josh had finished when or yeah. when, when we'd finished Josh's because not to say Josh's there was anything wrong with it, but it was fantastic. Yeah. In my yeah. I know Josh for, you know, obviously nearly thirty years. And I know everything Josh does is a reason behind every exercise, every single thing he does. Even not just the exercising, with everything Josh does. So methodical. And then when Villies um, came into play, it was just a shock to the body. And everyone's like, oh my God, my legs are sore. Oh, my chest is sore. Oh, this is sore. And it was just like, that's Villies' program. Um, Awesome. Yeah. So expect more, man. Expect more. Expect more. Yeah, that's it. You've got a few more weeks now. So. Okay, so we obviously Sim put his hand up at taking the next third, which will be in a, in a few months' time. But before we get in, like a, a lot of the listeners may may we haven't had Sim on the show first, so uh, let's all let's give Sim a little little. Let's, uh, well, let's 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 find out a little bit more about Sim. So Sim, how long have you been a coach for? Can you tell us, you know, you a little bit about your experience and. Um, a little bit about you, mate. Um, well, I've been a coach here, let's say, about two. I think I'm going on two years now. I think. Nah, three, 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 three years. Nah, we've been two years. Yeah, coming on really five years. Let's just say we're rounded off to five years. Yeah, so I've been a coach here, and um, when I first started, I, it was the first industry I jumped in. I, I jumped in as a, I think I started off as just as a PT, as you would. And I, I was 18 at that time, and uh, 18. Yeah, 18 years old. I'm I'm 30 in August. Yeah, so I started at 18. Um, I, I at the thing at the time I didn't know exactly what, what field I wanted to get into, but uh, I knew I want I liked sport more than anything and at the time I was boxing back then so I kind of boxing was my go-to when it came to training and the style of training um that's and you know back then CrossFit was kind of coming up and it was a I I think it was just a a phase it kind of still is where it's like everyone wants to do CrossFit it was a more advanced yeah and it was different and I got sucked into it too and then I I ended up nothing uh, against CrossFit yeah nothing against I love CrossFit but um 
that's where I kind of got into it. When I went down there, it actually took me down towards that strength and conditioning part of yeah. what I do. And uh, that's when this extra studying came in. I wanted to, but from there, you know, we, we I think back then we thought, uh, I'm, this is probably going to sound bad, but we, I used to see CrossFit athletes as athletes. But when I started, when I started getting into strength and conditioning, I, I got, it kind of, it's, it's weird, but CrossFit kind of got me into there. Into yeah. strength and conditioning, you know, in a weird way, kind of took me that down so that path. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like just the the functional movements and yeah. stuff like that. It kind of took me off that bodybuilding or old school boxing style of training. Yeah, it kind of took me down that path, and um, from there, I th my goal was to work with athletes. Yeah. And yeah, um, nice. you've worked with a few. You've yeah. worked with a few athletes. Yeah. Didn't we see on your Instagram yeah. page if anyone uh, wants yeah. to follow Sim. Follow me on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. um, Subscribe to his YouTube. Only fans too. Coming up soon. I wasn't saying that. I'm talking about athletes. You shot a couple of athletes last week in this gym. Well, what would you say, like, out of all of the the elements of training an athlete, like, because there are so many elements, you know, like, training for sprinters and agility and all that, what would you say is your favourite? Because you see a lot of that going on in your Instagram, and, you know, we see when you're doing your own stuff as well, you work through a lot of that stuff. What would you say my favourite? you the most? My my favorite would probably have to be somewhere down the lines of boxing some you know some boxing um conditioning i think yeah. i prefer that i find that even just doing it myself more fun than anything yeah. but i i enjoy the movement part of things you know getting guys moving yeah. i love using ladders sprints i love that type of stuff you know sometimes i don't even use weight at all or equipment yeah. so i think the moving part side of things i like i enjoy the most yeah, yeah. nice so you, your program is coming up in yeah. a few months? My program is coming up. And what I did, I, I, I went through Vili's um, program and his, uh, like, what, his phases and what he's gone through. And I kind of, I didn't want to change, I didn't want to, like, a drastic change. But I, I kind of worked off what Vili um, left off. Where's he going to leave off from? And I wanted to keep him strong. I was like, I think, look, my end goal is always, I think all of our end goals is always... By the end of you know your program or 12 weeks, everyone should be feeling better, um, moving better, and also a lot stronger and yeah. healthier without yeah. being injured. That is the end goal. And I, yeah. I kind of just wanted to take off where Billy leads off and keep him strong, and but um, add a bit more movement to you know um, the class. There will be a lot more cardio. I yeah. love I love building engines, but um, and as well because my I'm taking from July onwards which is winter time which is when we all tend to get fat wherever i'm at that's what the like um sims program and if anyone's seen his instagram page um i, tr I truly believe that some of the stuff that you uh you do with your ath like your athletes and the people you train is um it's really high level and it's not your average run-of-the-mill 
style of training. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you're going to get a very, very different uh, style of training with with, uh, with Sims workouts. And what you've what you just said was that he goes a lot. He'll, he'll athletically train people. And I want to ask him a question. Ask you the question, but he'll athletically try and train people. Um, you know, like I suppose what it's getting to is what I want to say is that sometimes I believe that like strength work in the gym is over. They give it yeah. too much credit. You know, you give you give the strength work too much credit. And I think we've all seen in, yeah. in um, mm-hmm. a lot of the times with sport is that sometimes the biggest lifters in the gym are not the best performers on the field oh, yeah. or the hardest punches in the gym. In the, yeah. in the are they? You know what I mean? Like I know I box with guys who couldn't deadlift sixty kilos, but I'll be able to punch a hole straight through. You know, mm-hmm. like so with your program and sim like. Like, man, look, what is it that, what's drawn you to that sort of side of the uh, programming and, and, yeah. and training? What is it? Um, I, I think, um, like, just coaching over the years, what got me there was it was a lot more simple to teach and it was more effective for the person. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah. you know, I, I got into Olympic lifting for a bit when I, um, when I did my CrossFit courses, so, like, I had to. But, um, like, like Josh was saying, do you know what I mean, like... Um, to be able to sprint fast or even to like throw a heavy hit, teaching a snatch would pro- you know it, it would take up some time of you know training, um, like and sometimes you don't have like for example I trained a crew that was trained they were trained they were about to join a tournament in um, Perth boxing yeah a boxing gym um, focus boxing and they came through and they said look we only got eight weeks mm-hmm. and we only can train one day a week and like with short amount of time like that I, I didn't have time you don't have time to kind of break down a lift or even yeah. break down something like a deadlift so it was more you know it was time it was saving me time breaking down a snatch or a deadlift for your buckets yeah and it was more just yeah, getting straight to the point you know sometimes even in the gym like right now I think only maybe five percent of people can really snatch you know what I mean yeah. and to, to get to get to get maximum results from a snatch you need to be lifting at least reasonable weight and with and to do that you've got to have your technique has to be on point so when it came to boxers who don't even lift at all to train these guys and to break that i probably would have wasted a six weeks yeah of time with them whereas you know something more effective like just using the balls i like using slam balls dead balls that it's straight to the point and just the the mechanics used in that is everything yeah. you really need if you break down that movement, yeah. if you break down a snatch, really, yeah. like it's a triple extension yeah. with some weight, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. obviously you're getting that bar over yeah. your head. Like you could easily, you know, grab a heavy medicine ball yeah. and do like an <coughs> over the over the yeah. head pass. Oh, you know, that's from, it. You know, yeah. like yeah. just to yeah. with this. Yeah, we've had those conversations before too, yeah. man. Yeah. yeah, it's very true, mate. Yeah. Um, and it, you'll probably take it maybe the first set to kind of practice it, but by the second, third set. They're already lifting with max, like speed, max, you know, yeah. everything you want, max intent. Whereas um, if you were to try and break down like a lift to them, sometimes then they won't even lift with yeah. max intent by the sixth, seventh week. Yeah. True. We're trying to, yeah. we're try, we're trying to firstly keep yeah. our members yeah. um, interested yeah. and yeah. also give them that variety. And I know like a lot of people, a lot of our members in like as well, don't really understand that. Mm-hmm. You know, so they, where they're coming in and they're wanting to progress, they're wanting to do that barbell snatch, yeah. they're wanting to do the barbell clean, you know, or squat clean, or and all these other movements that um, I know there's a lot of people won't say there's even such thing as a squat clean, <coughs> yeah. clean. You know, they want to do these 
these movements, yep. they want, but they aren't really looking at what the benefit of the movement yep. is yep. when they can get the same benefit out of us. Another yeah. yeah. So there would be more things that you would put into a workshop yep. and teach in progression rather than putting them into, say, an adrenaline class. <clears throat> let's go into snatches. When people can't do it, yeah. they could get a ball and do another exercise or something yeah, to get the benefit. Like say, we're a bit older, us three, than you boys, so... I don't know about how many. I remember sitting in my gym, like sitting in gyms I was working in when I was young, and like very first time I was exposed to Google. So there was fucking, oh, excuse no news, you know, and I remember finding Google for the first time as I was working in a gym, and I was only like 19 behind reception, I was like, Google, and I was like, started Googling workouts and all this type of shit, and so like, there was no social media, no nothing, so we had nowhere to be really influenced by, you had to like, mm. you had to find a mentor on the gym floor, or an older guy on the gym, which I did have a couple of good uh, mentors, and, and that type of thing on the way, but, Remember the first time finding Google, I made I print I dead set printed off about a hundred pages of information on strength training off Google. Not really, so I would just go back to Google and get it again, get it again. the next day. Jerry, I didn't realize because yeah. it's so new, but yeah, man. So it's like you know, like a, it's amazing. The um, and I suppose it was getting me to the point where a lot of the times you got to earn the right to do a particular exercise. Yeah, you know I mean, like yeah. you don't just do things something for the sake of it. Like you got to lay the foundations, and there's a lot of benefit in just being minimal, like doing the minimal. You know what I mean? Like especially for young athletes, I believe. You know, and I've sort of really thought that a lot. Like if you've got a young athlete, mm -hmm. like sometimes don't expose them to too much too early. Yeah, exactly. Leave a little bit yeah, in the tank yeah. for them. Like you oh, know, like just bring them along slowly. Make them just leave them in the gym wanting a bit more. You know what I mean? And does that does that make sense to you, boys? Yeah. Everyone, every, everyone, I like everyone's different too in, in terms of how they progress. You know what I mean? I've made hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, so yeah just need to start with basics, and you just drip feed them. Yeah, yeah. and then you'll have another athlete who can just react to someone and do it straight away. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like from like guys when we're young and you're yeah. growing up, some blokes are super athletic and effective. We're young, and other guys take a bit of time and catch up, and that yeah, you know. So, yeah, definitely. Come into that, our man on my left. <laughs> Um, <laughs> same kind of thing as Sim, we'll get into like a little bit of an introduction if we can. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, we, most people in and around the gym know who Hammy is, he's a bit of a larrikin, but also a very knowledgeable trainer, also a lot of fun to be around in and out of class. Um, Hammy, your experience, you've been in and out of the gym, or been in and He's done some heavy time. Time, man. Can you give us a little bit of your background in training and also a little bit of your background in sport as well? Because um, from I've known you for many years, I know that you, you're a pretty avid sports player, you can play footy, you're pretty coordinated, and you can. Um, work your way around the footy field, that's for sure. But, um, mate, give us a, a little bit of a background on, on your sporting and, and your um, coaching life, mate. Um, okay, um, yeah, so my sporting background is uh, rugby league. Um, that would be my main sporting background. So I just I had a passion for all different sports, but um, I guess 
um, played at a, at a professional level of rugby league, and then um, I guess the pinnacle of my career was to, to represent my country. Um, but Lebanon. going back, Lebanon. Just going back into like um, when I first started off as a footy player, man, I, I, I don't know what it, I, was, I was just the worst in the. I was like, to know what I know now and going back into like how it was growing up as an athlete, I wish I knew or treated, um, I guess, training and, and, and the trainers with a little bit more respect. Yeah. Um, but that's you know, hindsight, man. That's it is, it is, yeah. you know? But then you have your, you know. Uh, so I just, I, um, yeah. So I mean, rugby league background. Um, I've been in the fitness industry for about ten years, yeah. um, but been a qualified coach for um, about eight years. Okay, nice. Um, yes, yeah, so I've been here, doing the doctors. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've been here, Valentino, for about four, four years, four and a half yeah. years. Yeah, and you've been, um, like, you were coaching. The strength and conditioning coach for the Roosters. Yeah, I was, yeah. I was lucky enough to get a, a start. Um, so I actually had an interview with Craig Walker, which is uh, he's one of the uh, head honchos at the at, at the Roosters. And uh, obviously, trying to get your foot through the door, you just had to start off at a at a low level. So I was lucky enough to get an interview with him. Um, he told me, yeah, they'll they'll give me a call back, and you might just have to start with the lower grades, um, running water, or just helping out with the coaching yeah. stuff there. So one of the SNCs for the. Um, for the SG ball at the time had uh, quit or moved and uh, I actually got a chance to nice. um, step into that role uh, which I'm yeah, forever grateful because it's, um, it's, it's taught me a lot and then I've like, been involved in footy um, again just realised how much I, I missed it and you work and with the women's as well? Uh, yeah I did um, get a chance to work with the NRLW the, the Roosters we're unlucky to lose against the Broncos but that, that was an, a, a good experience in its own as well What was, yeah. the, what was it like tra- going from training like the general population to training, you know, like a top tier women's rugby league team. Yeah, I guess it's a little bit more professional and then, um, yeah, just with the programming that you'd, you'd have set out, everyone would be on the same page knowing what they're doing and, and you'd expect um, nothing less for everyone that comes into the gym performing whatever lifts they need to do and out on the field. In, t- in terms of like, I'm um, doing the gen pop, um, obviously just I love um, doing that type of training as well. Just to see the um, satisfaction and, and look on everyone's faces that you know sort of put in, yeah, um, hard work. But yeah, different two different scales, you know, type of training. But they take a little bit more serious. Oh, definitely, yeah, yeah. You have to be being. Um, listen more. They definitely listen more. So if you're listening <laughs> at their gen pop, I'll be in. Listen <laughs> more. Um, but yeah, they pay paid professional athletes. So and would, when when we come into your quarter of our program towards the end of the year obviously we'll be hitting summer hitting um, summer yes what can we expect or what can the members expect and what can we yeah, expect yeah. I, I won't yeah. be going t- uh, away too much in terms of programming I'm just building off off the back of um, what Simi we're doing like he said you know with his three months program you, you've got little people that are, um, haven't been to the gym or just been a little bit um, too laxy-daisy you know what I mean and then just um, I guess in terms of programming uh, different phases blocks so you have your, you know, your hypertrophy power, strength. Um, I just want to see where, where we're at, like after or through his, th- um, his three months and how his programming is working in terms of how people are moving like through the gym. Yeah. Because I, I just believe, um, I don't know, I know we, we, we believe in all like similar Philosophy, philosophies, philosophies. Can you cut that Philosophies, first philosophies. Philosophies, yeah. 
um, yeah, so it's not later until the year. So I just um, okay, it's going to be exciting for me to to program the last um, yeah three months. I guess we're going to be working on, on on some sort of shred program as well um, for people to burn off those unwanted. Um, yeah, I was gonna have me. I was sending a message after the games last year. What did you What did you come in the games? Oh, yo, really? yeah, did we, yeah, we won eight against. Uh, who did we play against? No, nah, the VT games. Yeah, the VT games. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What did you come per, like in the individuals? Like your last work here? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, hey, hey. Because strategy. This is this is how much of an athlete Hammy is. When did you find out you were doing the games? Man, I came in to clean the uh, the leaves from the front yard. <laughs> 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 that, 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 that was the most exciting the, morning of my life. He into the games that morning and he found he was going to do the games. Yeah, not a bad effort. Stay ready, you know, yeah, man. Stay ready, man. Hey, veterans here, man. Not to take anything away from anyone. No way, that was super. Just giving him a rap. Guys, moving on, like I know we have programmed some new stuff over here at Botany. um, Like we've got some energy system development classes that we've slotted in, obviously, with our new space um, that we've got. There's some extra classes that we can put in, some new style of classes. Mm. We've also put in some athletic development or sports specific classes. Sports specific being tailored around winter sports. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. Um, <clears throat> what can people expect both in the energy system development classes? What can they expect in the sports specific um, classes as well, or the athletic, the athletic development sessions, I should say? Um, obviously, we do want to take them over to Roy. And we will take them into mm. other locations as well. Uh, once we use Botany as our testing ground, yeah. okay. What can people expect? You guys are taking the reins for the yeah. for the AD classes. What can they expect, guys? Yeah, well, with with that, so it's it's pretty much targeted um, around sports specific um, mm. training. So for all athletes that play different sports, um, and it's in season now as well. So the program won't be too. Um, hectic and insane so it's just pretty much just a maintenance program mm-hmm. yeah with four weeks and myself and Gulia sharing four week blocks so um, I guess yeah, we're going to try and just keep them fresh man keep them yeah. fresh for the, yeah. for the season yeah. as it's like in the in season like you said yeah. I was keeping that maintenance and their strength so what so from a member's point of view or someone that's coming in yeah. what would be the difference between an adrenaline class and a athletic development class like what would they be doing would um, they be so the difference would be like the movements that will be focused mm-hmm. on yep. um, and tailored to their kind of sport rather than just um, kind of just getting their heart rate up and all that stuff like that like yep. we'll focus on speed first in that first couple of minutes and then we'll go into some uh, maintenance work with strength and power and yep. then a bit of cardio to flush them out okay. uh, but yep. try to not over train them to their games on yep. the weekend yep. Um, yep. so we'll try to keep them fresh so that's um, on a three day split yeah we'll moment. try and break yeah. it up the Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays because yeah. um, they obviously have training they either um, play on a Saturday Tuesday. Yeah. yeah they either play on a Saturday or Sunday and they train Tuesday, Thursdays so so they'll be in here Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Friday yeah. to, get, to get their um, extras in yeah. Yeah. I say yeah. extras they should be doing it anyway yeah. but yeah. extras yeah. if you're a weekend warrior you're playing for you know, a local <laughs> club like Mascot, <laughs> Botany, Redfern or whoever yeah. Go um, to they, they should be doing um, Hunters Hill. <laughs> Shout out to Hunters <laughs> Hill. Hey, <laughs> uh, Chopper, we're still waiting for your debut, bro. Everyone needs a fullback. My mate's on my left ear. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Like, really, a lot. If you look at history, you know, like not a lot many years ago, 
Like if you spoke about strength and conditioning to someone that was playing, you know, for Mato Tigers or you know mm. any other club, like just the just the normal, um, you know, local like, comp club. Yeah. And you told them that they should be doing the other work. There not many people would be doing any strength no, and conditioning no in between their Tuesday and Thursday yeah. training. They go to Tuesday, they might do, you know, some cardio and a little bit of um, skills on skills on Tuesday, and then they go do their ball work most of the time on a Thursday, yeah. and then play on a Sunday. You know how important is it? This is everyone uh, to for them to be doing their extras on their Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I would say just to get their body ready. And, um, Injuries from happening on the weekend. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, rather than just doing whatever you yeah, want to do. Week, yeah. yeah, like that's going to the gym doing bicep curls and things yeah. like that's yeah. not going to help you nah. on the field. So and it's going to be mi- minimal effort for maximum return. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you, you might not. A lot of the times, I know, like the especially footy boys, is don't enjoy the training side of things. Mm. But I'm telling you, you got to, you got to. You've got to crave the outcome as opposed to the process because the outcome is always going to be worth it, you know what yeah. I mean? So you put that little bit of time in the gym doing, like, bang for your buck quality-based exercises, um, and it's going, to give you, it's going to give you more of a return than, like, like Bill said, doing your, you know, your bicep curls this far and focus on those mirror muscles. You know, there's, um, there's a lot better, uh, <laughs> lot better ways to train. Not there's nothing wrong with mirror muscles. We all love doing that, but... It's probably a much more effective and efficient way to train yeah. um, as an athlete, yeah. Okay. Most definitely. All right, so I wanted to get into another little subject, okay? Um, what would be, I'll say, the, the top exercises or movements that football and soccer players should be doing pre and post, um, pre and post sporting on the weekend mm-hmm. to improve their performance and blow their this season out of the park let's have a let's have a little chat about that so see we'll start with sim what do you reckon mate soccer you talking soccer i think um if they're like well i guess if they're playing if we're let's say in season i'd probably get just focus on more strength stuff you know what i mean um just because they get their cardio and all that on the weekends so i'd probably focus on more strength stuff stability and um, when it t- sometimes when it comes to movement, when I see some like soccer players, even some boxers training, they um, they tend to try and be t- so stiff mm. when they they try to copy or mimic guys in the gym who train. But with with their sport, like one thing that I've tried to always teach, you know, athletes that I train, especially even with just one soccer player that I was working with when we were doing some ladder work or some speed drills with the hurdle, he would try and stand upright and have his arms going, you know, nice and straight and stiff because he knows that's how we do it. But I I would always try and get him just to move his body the way he would normally move because, you know, um, that's how he's going to perform on the field and that's it's better he works like that in the gym. So I think if there's little things that they could try and just, um, I guess, focus on when when they are in the gym is to try not to be too stiff yeah. You know, move the way they would move in the gym. And um, when it comes to strength work, I think Josh touched on it earlier. Unilateral always, I think, always um, trumps everything. Yeah, I like yeah. how you say that because you can look at an athlete, um, you know, they, they, they've been told to train a certain way because it's been done for years. But then mm-hmm. as a coach, um, that's what, this is what I usually do as well. Like, you just want to see the biomechanics on how people move and mm-hmm. then you try and improve them from there. Because yeah. if you're not moving a certain way, that's not going to be effective to your sport. You need to change that. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So exactly what he was saying too, like being too stiff, upright, and then, you know, getting into yeah. maybe just, just relax a bit or get yeah. more uh, lower center of gravity, but yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. Very, yeah very true. I know um, from last year, so last year I played um, league tag. It's a, like a hybrid game of, hybrid game of rugby, of, uh, of Oztag. But did, you you play did you play tag last night? I did. Ryan Gerdler. Ryan Gerdler. He's coming out every time. No one knows who Ryan Gerdler is. No one knows who Ryan I had a little discussion with Billy and, I, and also some of the guys in my, in my team. So we're pretty much you know, all above the age of 30. Um, a lot of us, or a lot of that, the players, don't do much. Um, running now pre and post we're talking about I think a lot of people like if you were going into the gym you wouldn't for the first time you hadn't trained in a year you wouldn't go and stick you know 200 kilos on the bench press and bench press 200 kilos and I know a lot of people will go and just jump onto an Oztag or footy field if they haven't done their run prep Mm. and just try and sprint you know and a long time ago someone I heard somewhere uh, you have to earn the right to sprint or to run as fast as you mm-hmm. can. Now, last year when we were playing, it was just the social comp, playing on Saturday Arvos, but it was a, you know, like a, a proper competition. I was watching players drop left, right, and centre, torn calves, torn mm-hmm. groins, a snapped Achilles. I saw, you know, like all these injuries because no one was taking it or taking the preparation serious, mm-hmm. you know. And if you do want to have fun, this is for everyone us and you know like the, all the listeners if you do want to even have a social game or even go and have a game of tennis on the weekend you've got to make sure that you're doing some sort of preparation and earn the right to yeah. step be agile or run as fast as you can yeah. so for me that would be my top thing i'm actually doing a little running program at the moment that billy's done up for me and i think it's paid dividends already you know so i've only been doing it for a couple of weeks and I played a game last night and I felt like my legs held up, you know, yeah. which is, for me, someone that's so off balance because all the injuries and surgeries that I've had is a massive thing for me to come out of it without even a little niggle. So yeah, um, I'd say definitely. make sure that you're doing your run prep. Yeah, the older we get too, we can't get away with just, yeah. oh, just saying, saying, man, taking a week yeah. off or taking two weeks off Yeah, and just jumping nah, back. Nah. You can't do it, can you? You don't. Sometimes you don't realise it. In hindsight, it goes quick. You know that time where you could just. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I'm realising that. You know, bang, yeah, like, yeah. But you, you like go from being able to do two. I haven't realised that yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's because you. Don't go. <laughs> 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 no, he didn't say that as well, Troy. I, I remember I, um, I hadn't played tag in years. Oh, I gave up free. Yeah. So um, I did a big leg, leg session with Talakai. Um, it was a, might have been a Wednesday afternoon, and then ro- rocked up to us, hey? Done a few stretches, didn't even do just a couple of statics, dynamic stretches, and then ran on and thought I was Benji Marshall. <laughs> Tried to put a grubber in, went to take off and tore my hamstring, and I was out for three months. So it just comes yeah. in like yeah, prep. You know, is. Prep is made it so important. Whether you're playing socially or at a profession level, you know, obviously athletes they train to you know um, play at a high level, even if you're playing socially as well. It's, yeah, yeah. it's funny because we all like even the weekend warriors, so to speak, and man, you know. We all admire those uh, elite athletes and the way they move, the way they do. But it, we've got access to it all. Everyone's got access to all that stuff. You know, I mean, it's just a matter of doing it. So, like, they, what they do is not that, not that uh, crazy. You know, like it's a little, probably a little bit of foam rolling, a little bit of prep, a little bit of stretching, a little bit of activation base work. And 
you know, you don't have to be as diligent as a, as a first grade footy player or an elite level boxer, but, you know, just doing a little bit of that week in, week out is going to make a big, big uh, ton of difference. And also, like, mate, arguably your greatest gift is your health. Like, your greatest asset in the world is your body and your health. God, you're never going to get... So if you've got any um, desire to be active... I mean, I'm 41, and I dead set have not felt... I don't think I've felt fitter, you know what I mean, than I do now. I feel fair. Don't recover as well, mm-hmm. I obviously. Yeah, that takes a little bit long to you. Yeah. Well, I don't recover as well, but I, I honestly believe in you get out what you put into your body, you know what I mean? So, you know, uh, but yeah, I mean, I think, you know, your, your nutrition's got to be on point. 90% of the time yeah, yeah. maybe 75% for Ville yeah, but the, yeah, I guess the older you get you know, the, the OCI starts kicking in you all know what the OCI is <laughs> OCI yeah OCI can you OCI? say it on the podcast yeah OCI yeah, OCI. yeah it's old carnitis <laughs> <laughs> there's a few yeah 40% better guys if you hear me but I was a bit yeah. Even someone said the other day about cold showers and they were, they were viewing cold showers as a way to uh, punish themselves or improve their, their toughness. And I said, mate, get away from that mindset of viewing it as a way to, like, it, it's going to improve your performance. Yeah. Like cold showers, scientifically proven, uh, to improve your performance. So if we get away from that whole mindset of I'm doing a cold shower purely to make myself tougher or, tougher or more resilient and go, okay, what are the benefits of this cold shower? How is it going to yeah. assist me and help me yeah. in recovering after my workout and improving my performance? It's going to make that cold shower a hell of a lot easy. Plus, I know Troy likes to do 60 to 100 car phrases under the cold water oh, <laughs> every yeah. day. Oh, yeah. So either count your car phrases. Now, oh, I'm joking, I'm joking. Uh, yeah, so I don't know, man. That's just, yeah, sort of... Well, in, in, in saying that too, man, this might be off subject. In, t- in training as well, like I think a lot of people get away from like... Uh, different t- types of training if they, they're so used to doing one type of training always beating and bashing yeah, their yeah, bodies up and yeah, they don't yeah, themselves recover and then you wonder why you don't progress from like um, you know your training or getting bigger or stronger yeah it's such a good point yeah. Yeah. I guess that's another a, a time oh, topic so what are you changing about? the stimulus all the yeah, time yeah 100% if you're yeah, down bashing to yourself up oh, all the time man, yeah. like there's yeah. kind of a difference from a workout to a program I would say that's yeah. like that's the difference between training and a workout. Yeah, like your yeah. Yeah. Like, like when you train, we train every day, but a workout should be every now and then. Yeah. But yeah. some people have it the other way around. around. Yeah, yeah. 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 So this could be this could be a whole yeah. other show on this because yeah. Yeah. I think Definitely, that yeah. this is like talking about the difference between a wad and and a program. Mm-hmm. You know, a program with meaning. Yes, it could, it could be a whole show because like it's a difference. It's, it's a shame because you see so many people. Um, judge a, a you know a class that we do like not every class is going to be better than the last in their oh, eyes not every, not every class is going to they're going to burn 5,000 calories no. not every class is going to leave them dripping sweat yeah. or with this massive muscle pump and it's, it's a shame that people judge that um, you know the the what we call the journey yeah. on one workout oh, yeah. you know it's like what was the wad today? Oh shit! Oh, yeah. People want to be smashed every time they come yeah. in here, and I think yeah. it's 
like if people were more educated and this hopefully this is what we're trying to deliver on here mm. that education around what people need to get to that end goal yeah. safely you know and I'll say that yeah you know how you've done your three months program and then man, I like I 100% believe in, in on how you you program um, your training so I don't know if people like realize the small things you added to it whether it be tempo contrast training yeah. um, changing a few single unilateral stuff would have built, built them up for the next phase into what Vili's introducing. So after being smashed for a week, you know, you could have asked them, oh, you know, how do you feel? Oh, my body's so sore, you know, I feel stronger. But it's not after one week of training. Mm. It's from what Josh yeah, sort of built up, that. you know, and mm. then you're progressing from there, which is... Um, yeah, yeah, definitely, man. I think um, even like the energy system development sessions, you know, oh, like that's something yeah. that, you know, like you, you see it a little bit, it's, it's doubled in CrossFit a bit with, with the working different energy system uh, sessions, but not... Cardio is not all the same. Like cardio is not just cardio. So, and you're going to discover that with these sessions because you're going to be introduced into your cardio training, your anaerobic training. So, your aerobic training, your anaerobic training, your lactic training, and these are all different components of your health that we put together in some of these new classes. So, um, you know, if, and that's like it don't matter if you're a weekend warrior, a little athlete, or just a, an average mum looking after her kids. Like this is anyone can do these type of classes. It's a matter of just making sure it fits in with. Uh, you know the intensity that you, you can work at but um yeah so and there is a there is a name with those esd classes as well because i know Angie when she's designing them like we sat down and kind of worked out a little structure of what we want to do um with the adrenaline classes obviously we're, we're fluctuating between longer intervals yeah. and short intervals so then we're hitting the different energy systems and trying to give people that general physical preparedness where they're not just you know, uh, an endurance person or someone that can go for short, sharp bursts, mm -hmm. give them that general physical, I say, fitness, you know, um, where with the ESD classes... Or work capacity, With the ESD classes, we said, you know, we're going to work on aerobic capacity for the first four weeks. Let's yeah. give someone a 5K row. Let's mm -hmm. see how they fare with that 5K yeah. row in the beginning. Work the aerobic, smash the aerobic system for four weeks and then put them through the same test post four weeks, yeah. you know, and then work on, you know, maybe an anaerobic system, you know, and then just keep working through so people can see their progress in, instead of just doing cardio in short bursts, cardio in long bursts, and then keep going back and, and people don't see where they're going. So Yeah, for sure, man. And you should get like a, there'll be a full explanation behind all the, yeah. you know, the method to the madness, all that too, guys, you know, so you understand what you're going to be doing, but, um, yeah, it's it's another it's a big a big plus of the uh, Valetudo training programs. I oh, believe you know what I mean. Yeah. You're doing all that type of stuff. Yeah. And you see this a lot with like look look at the Franco's gym and those gyms in America, and you see that a lot here. But you don't see it much in Australia. You know what I mean. You don't yeah. see much of that type of conditioning. You know, and it's probably going to pave the way for um, you know really good development in athletes and athletes and general populations. So. Yeah. Mm. Uh, guys, we'll. We'll touch on a couple other topics. We'll just have a little chit chat. Boxing. Okay, so there's been a couple fights over the last few weeks. Some that you can probably, you know, shake your head at. Jake Paul and, you know. Um, oh, that was crazy, man. Was that another guy actually boxing? No, they're amazing. He's a wrestler. 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 He's a w
it's like just the hype of people. I, I think like for me, that was just a staged bullshit fight, you know. That's that's at least my belief. There was no title on the bill. It was all about making money. They try to g it up at the press conference and on their socials. Did you hear and about then, some that Jake Paul's got like a like a cryptocurrency earning he made oh, for the fight? Oh, sure. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. Mate, so he had it's people chip in, and it's into this like particular type of. It's not. Like, it's sort of like an online currency. Mm. And that was like apparently more than what he got paid for the actual fight. No, like this guy is, yeah, he's a money making machine. Yeah, know. but like yeah, the the, the pit a, didn't yeah. didn't look like it landed flush. And also, what's his name? The guy that he fought again? Askriff, Ben Askriff. Yeah, yeah. Mate, I watched like the highlight yeah, reel of them getting, seeing him getting hit in the UFC with those little UFC yeah. gloves, mm-hmm. ten times harder than what he got hit by Jake Paul, mate. And he got a gallon. Yeah. Was yeah. Any <laughs> yeah. Good on him. Look at him. Good on him. I was the back of the list to give me a pay-per-view. Mate, the undercard was great. The undercard fights were fantastic in our room, but good. Yeah, I'll say as well, Sumo Greg, good on him, mate, you know? Yeah, good on him, mate, yeah. I'm going to go. So the big call about him, like, just being a footy player as well, you know? Yeah. Man, man. You've got to give him respect, like, yeah. I think he gets in there and has a tough. Yeah, I think it comes down to a lot of mental mindset, toughness, and mongrel. Yeah. You know? um, yeah, yeah, man. And then you've got, like, Cambosis coming up. Oh, man. Well, he's reckoning yeah. about Cambosis and Lopez, oh, man. That's going to be a hell of a fight. His biggest fight, yeah. Biggest fight so far. I think it'll be a good fight. Cambosis' biggest fight. Yeah. I think, um, I didn't know much about Lopez, and I love George Cambosis. I think he's. Yeah, brilliant. Mate, the, the, the mongrel he's got in his yeah, fantastic. I, I honestly didn't. I haven't been following boxing like I used to. Um, Australian boxing, I'm dabbling in and out. But when I looked at Lopez, I watched the fight with too, him man. and Lomachenko. And Lomachenko, mate, the whole world knows him. Yeah. And team, uh, yeah. pretty much a whole boxing world knows him. Yeah. Um, and yeah. his footwork yeah. and the awesome, the way that he moves around the ring and his evasive skills. And then to see Lopez beat him the way, I was like, man, fuck, like... He's gonna he's gonna have to be on his A game. Um, I think I think Lomachenko was too small for him too. But I do too. Yeah, mate. yeah. I agree. Too yeah, small. but what's the difference? What size do you think that Cambosis is too small for him as well? He's, he's no, taller than yeah, Tefema. He's, he's, yeah. he's a little bit taller, yeah. but I think yeah, I think he's too small for him. The way the way Cambosis the way not Cambosis Lomachenko fights, I think it's either you either got to be like his height or like a little smaller. Yeah, he usually dominates, but mm. having someone as big as Lopez, who's a good boxer. What's your prediction? Yeah, for Cambosis. Cambosis Lopez. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going for Cambosis. Yeah. yeah, I'm going for the Aussie. Boys, yeah. Cambosis. Yeah. yeah, and the footy. Yeah, gotta gather dogs. Oh, uh, yeah, hey. oh, the dog is. <laughs> The dog dog is, the, dog, the dogs are off. Oh, oh, how many final tickets? Grand final tickets, everyone. Get your grand final tickets. We're sending grand final tickets to his house. You know, there's a point. There's a point down on the chemistry. He's got money on the other side. I'm a pretty avid footy fan as well. I haven't been watching it as much as I used to. Like the last few years, I'd have, I didn't watch footy that much, but this year, I'm yeah. not even in a tipping comp, and I've been watching it. And the fucking footy this year, in my mate, opinion, is it. better than yeah, like better than the last few years. I love it. The mate. new rules that they yeah, put yeah, out. Yeah. It's just I don't know. It's fucking like it's. Yeah. Well, I didn't agree with the with the you know no penalty and reset set restart at the 
at the, like last year. Yeah, what, what do you think about the, the, the six again rule? Because there was a, um, I can't remember what player it was, he might have been injured and you made a comment about because the game's so much faster now, players... Victor Adley, like, I think, made, made oh, that, they interviewed him about it, I heard him say yeah. something. Did he say something about like because um, the game's so fast? That well, no, Trent Merrin retired because of it. Trent yeah. Merrin pulled but the pin. Back, isn't he? Oh, did he just retire? Just pulled the last, made last week, two yeah. weeks ago. He right. retired because yeah. yeah. he, he, he said he could, like he literally said he goes I couldn't keep up with the game yeah. and um, I thought it was a mate. What a brave call, yeah. man! Like I to mean, say, hey, yeah. I couldn't believe it. That's like, crazy. Yeah, yeah. Instead of like milking it for another year, whatever, I just yeah. thought, mate, what it's a pretty brave thing to say, yeah. Pull he's had a long time in the game, mate. He's hit his pinnacle. What more does he need to achieve? So nah, saying that cool. is a pretty humble call, mate. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the only issue that I would have with that rule is sometimes you don't know what it's been called for. Mm. You know, yeah. well, they say six again, it's like, fuck, what happened? You know, like, I didn't see, you know. But I, think, I, I, I don't know, like, I feel like I'm getting better at calling them, but like, I'll, I'll yeah. call them and I'll hear the bell. Like, okay, that's yeah, got to be yeah, six yeah. Brrr, yeah. the bell going, like, <laughs> but, um, mate, the, the footy's been, um, the footy's been fantastic. I've, I just, Oh man, enjoying the speed of it, the the contact. I think it's um, and we we're just talking earlier about yeah, footy we had a conversation about oh, yeah, Melbourne sure, Storm and um, yeah, because I asked you who you go for and you go like a South boy, but I'm a South boy yeah, through and through, mate. You can't be any but but Melbourne Storm. There's yeah. something special about Melbourne Storm, you know what I mean? Like yeah. everything about them, about you can't deny them. That's it, mate. I know, and I hear so many people bag them. You know what I mean? Like. Uh, about just maybe the way Cameron Smith used to be as a player, and then, but I admire it, mate. I think it was, I think they just play, they do the little one percenters better. Yeah. And then, like we said earlier, or like I said earlier, um, Bellamy's got them all to buy into that, yeah, same sort of process, oh, mate. You know, the same culture, yeah. mate. You know, I really think it's something special, man. You know, we've been Definitely. lucky to witness it, yeah, good footy. Yeah. All right, lads, well, yeah. I guess we'll leave it there. All right, um, I do want to. Obviously, get you guys on again. I think this is our core group for um, all our listeners. This is our core group of trainers. There are a few others. We'll get them on at a later date. Um, once again, thanks for listening. If you do or you did get any value out of the um, podcast, please like, share, give us a review, and we'll see you in the next one. Peace. I am the greatest.